when you can actually live in a place where you can say, okay, maybe tomorrow I'll change because that's, that happens right Mm -hmm. through our evolution. We have to be able to pivot and change, but what people don't like to do is admit that they have changed their opinion, you know, because, because there's so much information and also misinformation out there that all of our opinions and thoughts and beliefs around what's real or what's not is based upon what we've consumed. And if we all lived the same life and if we all had the same opinion, people would be saying this life is boring. The same people that are attacking people would be like, this is so boring because everyone thinks the same yet people will attack people for not agreeing with them. And so here's what, here's the word, the word that people need to have, even when they're being attacked is patience. Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is your first time listening to University of Adversity. Welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. You know what? I've been really thinking about what this show means and what this journey has been about. And this, I, this is, I want this platform to be a place where you guys come and you learn what it takes to get through the adversity in your life so that you can walk away with the tools, tricks, resources from high performing, amazing human beings so that you can take that, extract that, and walk away in your own life. And that to me is so important. You know, what I'm building here, what my team's building here, what you guys are helping me is, is the, the more the show grows, the more I realize what this thing can be. And I think very big, anybody that knows me, my visions are massive. And you guys, I could not do it without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're just joining us, welcome. All the regular listeners, welcome back. I love you guys. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple. And also, this is available on YouTube. Don't miss out the video version. I know for me, I like to watch this video version. I like to see facial expressions. So if that's somebody that that you're like that as well, check it on YouTube. Today's conversation, um, first of all, I want to apologize because I realized listening to the episode that my microphone wasn't on and I have my audio for the computer on so the sound quality from my side isn't as great as normal as it is on this intro um my guest simon lavelle is joining us he's got great sound so i apologize i hope it doesn't wreck the episode i hope you guys listen through because it's a really really powerful one um but we had a very important conversation today and i decided to name the title of this how emotional and energetic intelligence can change your life. And it's so, so true. There's so many things that are going on in our bodies and, you know, we want to be good at the thing or the job that we're doing, but we need to make sure that we're paying attention to the energetics of our body and our emotions, because that's what makes us better and perform better. And we had a great conversation about so many things um, involving that, the entrepreneurial journey, what's going on in the world and what you can do to become the best human that you can possibly be and we talk about a lot of our vulnerabilities you know i get into like how i'm feeling right now and as you guys know i'm very honest with my journey i do not have it all figured out 
but I'm fucking on the path to try my best to serve myself and be in my truth as much as possible. Do I fall off? Yes. But I'm working towards showing those sides to you guys and showing those sides to myself that I am not perfect, but I'm on a, I'm on a journey to figure out who perfect is and we're never going to be there. We're never going to be perfect. That definition is, is, doesn't exist but we can always be better. And I'm always down to learn and be self-aware of where I'm at, where I can be. And talking to my guest today, Simon Lavelle, it was a great conversation and he knows a lot about what's going on in the minds of successful CEOs, entrepreneurs, coaches, and how to really get them to the next level. So you guys are going to love this episode. I'm sure of it. Again, I apologize for the sound. It's not amazing. And yeah, guys, enjoy the show. Simon Lavelle coming right up. And here we go. Simon, welcome to the show, brother. Excited to talk to you, man. What's happening? Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to do a deep, a deep dive uh, with uh, everything that's happening right now. It's crazy. Yeah, the deeper the better. That's what I say. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a crazy time to be alive. It's also an exciting time. Depends on the perspective of how you look at it, right? Uh, and, and a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, things change so much and really depending on where you are in the world, it, it's, it's really interesting the lens that you're looking at life. So I, I'd really like to start off just kind of addressing, you know, how, how are you doing? How's the last six months been? Walk us through a little bit of your journey and, you know, how has it impacted you so far? Well, if we're talking about COVID, you know, the truth is, is that what's happening right now is very much a trauma, you know? I want to define that for a moment for, for some people because um, a, a trauma is a, an in, interruption of energy. And so when all of this started to happen, it shook a lot of people. And those in, even in personal development that thought that they had everything together yeah. suddenly realized that even with the tools, right, you know, they became susceptible to this change in our own behavior, yeah. the change in other people's behavior, i.e. relationships falling apart, a change in value system, right? Yeah. And so a, a trauma is something that interrupts the energy and then it doesn't settle. It doesn't settle. And so our energetic system is still in fight or flight. And that's where we are right now. So for me, um, I had to double, triple down on my practices and be more consistent and also, I had to really make sure that I was in a really good space when I was, and still am, serving my clients because there's so much uncertainty and there's so much that's been shaken up within their system. And so people right now need and require in their nervous system safety. Mm. That's the key. Because when you, when, when you have things rattled, like things that are happening right now, and then you've got all of these opposing views, like our body just wants to feel calm. Our body just wants to be settled. And, um, you know, for me, I just came back from a retreat. I went away for a week because, you know, my body was calling me to take some time out to, to, um, to disconnect. But also there was just some things that it brought to the surface. And so I think you're right. You know, during this time, it can be a gift, you know, for the things that it brings awareness it brings awareness to us of things that still need uh, some work. Um, and also it is an opportunity for us to actually connect. What I noticed 
um, or, uh, when this kind of started and maybe a couple of months in is that what was happening was, was that people were hiding around what their true feelings were. And because of that, they were staying disconnected. Now, what I decided to do was say, Hey, listen, these are my views. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I'm doing this. And this is what my views are. If you align with that, fantastic. If you don't, don't. And what I found was more people came towards me because I was willing to share. This is where I'm at, you know, with my views. And for example, if I had a party or not, or whether I was doing the masks or whatever. And so um, people are scared generally of sharing their thoughts because they're so afraid of someone attacking them. And that comes back, back to fear of rejection. It comes back to those triggers from childhood, yeah. you know? So to answer your question simply, it's been a roller coaster, more so, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of people unravel, and it's probably good because they needed to. And a lot of coaches, a lot of people in the online space, um, you know, when shit hit the fan, they sort of, the true colors came out. And that's okay. Everyone's growing. We're all on a journey. It's, we don't have to all have it figured out, but definitely saw that happen. And you really see the people that, ha that have the tools that are a little bit further ahead. You know, like I know we'll talk about meditation and that kind of stuff, but if you've done some of the work and you know how to get into yourself and to connect to your truth, it's a lot easier when you have the tools, the meditation, the journaling and, and that kind of stuff. So I feel like a lot of people, their fears were just exposed to the fullest and you see it now still. Like people are so afraid and I don't really know what they're so afraid of sometimes because there's, there's always been problems. There's always been crazy shit going on in the world that could, that could kill you. There's crazy, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just really, um, it's really brought that to the surface more now. I feel like, and I think, I think what happened was, was that, you know, I, I went from someone that always said to my clients, you know, don't watch the news and don't watch the TV. But then what started to happen with, for me personally was I was curious. I wanted to find out what was happening. And so I think there's this balance, right, of wanting to know what's going on in the world, but also not so much that you're consumed by it and yeah. it brings you down into a lower vibration, lower energy. And totally. then it starts to affect your nervous system because you can get sucked in by that so easily. Yeah, dude, totally. And you know, you, you want to be informed, you, you, you watch the news because you feel that they have some sort of, we give, we've grown up, we have some sort of trust for them, even though mainstream media is, you know, not even going to get into the bullshit that you see out there, but we want to be informed and we want to learn. And you're right, you can go down this, this road depending on, you know, what suits your beliefs, right? You can get, but also where we, I think we've all gone down. This is the rabbit hole of the conspiracies and the different things going on. And to me, I don't even know what a conspiracy is now because it, for me, like I look at everything. I, I like to look at stuff and I'm not going to discredit anything. It's just like, if it's challenging the narrative, I'm on a, I want to hear about, it. I want to hear about all the stuff and then make my choice, but not being able to and censoring and this kind of stuff and not being able to see what's all out there. That, that that's crazy. And I also think that, yeah, you can get really wrapped up in going down that rabbit hole and bring you into a dark place. And then you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm feeling like really low right now. Conspiracy and theories is an interesting one because, you know, I think that is a whole other deep dive topic. But if you look at, for example, 
what's been happening now with the task force that's been set up around UFOs. Like, I mean, how many people would be like, well, you know, that's a conspiracy theory about aliens and whatever, but, but like that the government's has a task force. I mean, so it's just an easy, it's an easy way to discredit something that actually has some, to make you look crazy. Oh, they're crazy. They're, they're just, uh... exactly. Yeah. So I think one of the, one of the sad things in my opinion that's happened during this time is that there seems to be two camps people who who just want to like push people away which is actually pushing a part of yourself away when you do that versus people who have opposing views and being able to be in a room together and discuss something to come to some kind of resolution and that's what i noticed right is is the true sign of actually someone's evolution is being able to be in a space where you can be with someone that doesn't agree with you and still be able to sit there and have a conversation Totally, man. The acceptance that you're not going to base your opinion about them as a human by what they, they, their opinions. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's like, there's too many people, like you mentioned earlier, they don't want to speak their truth or how they feel or even their opinion because people will just, you know, crucify them at the stake. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy because there, there's just so many people that get so wrapped up in their, their ideas that if it doesn't, if it doesn't align exactly what they're going to say, then I just want to destroy you. And it's just not a good place to be. It's like, man, we're all humans. We're, we're all figuring it out. Have some compassion, have some empathy. Like this, this person's doing their best. This is what they think. People should be able to speak how they feel. And, and that's it. It shouldn't be, you know, it's, and, and that's the problem is there's a lot of this. I've struggled with this too. And there's a lot of really intelligent people out there that have a lot of good things to say, but they don't want to say it. Cause they're afraid even me man like there's things there's opinions and i'm like you know what i don't want to go there and maybe i will go there at some point but it's like what battle do i want to have sometimes and i'm like fuck you know but that's the thing it's like we got to be in our truth you know we got to be we got to be say what we what we feel and it's challenging sometimes so i mean something i have been i was talking about a lot recently was the fact that you know, my opinions have changed about certain things, right? And, and so I say to people, you know, this is my opinion now, but also it could change tomorrow. Yeah. And the problem is, is that people get fixed, right? Like I've been called out and challenged and saying like, you're not a leader, you're not X, Y, Z, and you should be ashamed of yourself and all that, blah, 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 right? And when, when you can actually live in a place where you can say, Okay, maybe tomorrow I'll change because that's that happens, right? Mm. Through our evolution, we have to be able to pivot and change. But what people don't like to do is admit that they have changed their opinion. You know, because yeah. inf- because there's so much information and also misinformation out there that all of our opinions and thoughts and beliefs around what's real or what's not is based upon what we've consumed. And if we all lived the same life, and if we all had the same opinion, people would be saying this life is boring. The same people that are attacking people would be like, this is so boring because everyone thinks the same. Yet people will attack people for not yeah. agreeing with them. And so here's, what, here's the word. The word that people need to have, even when they're being attacked, is patience. And this is notoriously a, not a strong area for entrepreneurs, is patience right? Patience with yourself and also patience with others who are in a cycle right now and in a stage, you know, because maybe they have 
experienced some kind of trauma or devastation and, and they're not even aware of what they're doing right now. And so they're in reaction. Yeah. And, 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 and one of the things that I teach a lot and also I'm a continued t- uh, student in is emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence and energetic intelligence, understanding yourself from the level of behavior when it comes to your, to your emotions and how that shows up in your body and also the energetic intelligence, which is the energy within your body and how that plays into healing and also how that plays into how we react and how we, how we go about our lives. Mm. And as long as we are committed to that, right, we will always be in growth because growth is about self-awareness. And so if you don't commit to that, you will always find yourself in these combative situations where you don't create resolve, mm. right? I think one of the one of the biggest things that out of all the people that I follow or trust is the ability to pivot their my, their ideas, like you just said, like to be able to be like, hey, you know what? And I see this in the health and wellness space. I interview a lot of people who have different um, ideas about health and nutrition and have changed over the years. And I nothing more I respect and how nothing builds more trust with me than when I see somebody that is able to go, hey, you know what? That's what I knew, but now I've changed, and I'm and, and I'm on the journey too. I don't, I'm not perfect, but this is what I learned, and that's what I. The conclusion I came with was this, and now I've learned more and different information, which has made me want to change. If if you stay in that old ideology, and you're learning new information, that's that's bad. <laughs> that's bad because people won't trust you because you're clearly not going off the new information. And then it becomes an ego thing. It's like, well, I don't want to be proven wrong. And I see this all the time in nutrition and doctors and stuff. And, you know, the ones that are willing to, to change and the ones that are willing to adapt are the ones that people are going to trust long term who want to, like, who want, to, who want to get involved with, right? Because they know that it's their best interest that they have at hand, not their own ego, right? And I, I really like how you talked about that. I also, um, emotional intelligence is another really awesome thing that I've discovered lately and I did a test about it and in and business and we went through it and I really want to dive into this. It's like, and for me personally, when it comes to running a business, I, I, I was very high in like the empathy and like caring aspect, but very low in the assertiveness and different areas that I was like really impressed with how like how you can tell these things. And I would love if you can kind of, walk us through that a little bit more about how like the, you know, kind of like meat and potatoes of emotional intelligence and how that would be and how that fits into like the business and entrepreneurial world. Yeah. So we go through life and then things start to happen where we start to get more in touch with ourselves. Right. And so when I go back to the unaware stage of my life, when I was taking drugs and I was a DJ, I was actually a personal trainer. You talk about the health space. I mean, I was a personal trainer by day. Mm. And then on the weekends, I would be taking drugs. I would be gambling, right? I would, um, I would be self-sabotaging. And I, was, I called it the unaware stage of my life. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't think at the time, I didn't know at the time that my addictions, the opposite of addiction is connection. So I wasn't connected to myself. Like when we're, when, so when we're soothing, right? When we're soothing ourselves, we're, we're basically pushing ourselves away from ourselves. And we, we go into what's called a split. We split off from a part of ourselves. 
And so in that stage, and this was around, you know, I certified as a personal trainer back in 2005 and my book came out in 2009. It was a diet book. And that was the, like the real rough, rough stage of my life. And so what happened was, was that there was this, it was 2010, it was Christmas. Mm. And I had been partying the night before as a DJ. And um, I walked into the, you know, the bathroom. I looked into the mirror. My eyes were bloodshot. There was sweat dripping down my face. And it was Christmas morning. And I was meant to be at my sister's house. And I got the taxi to my sister's house. And if you've ever taken drugs, you'll know that like, it makes you super sketchy. You don't want to get eye contact. It's just you're paranoid because, you know, you've got these chemicals running through your body. Uh, the best way for you to disconnect from yourself. Yeah. And, um, and I walked up to the stairs. I was exhausted. My niece and my nephew were downstairs, um, you know, wanting Uncle Simon to be present with them. And I was just exhausted. And I got into my nephew's bed, Thomas the Tank Engine play sheets, and I slept all the way through, through Christmas Day. And I left that day ashamed of myself, but also it, it was, and I'm sure you've had these, the moment in your life where things really changed for you. And for me, um, it was that moment when I left that day that I was really ashamed of myself. And there was a part of me that wanted to be successful. And then there's also the other part that was sabotaging, right? And that's where the split was. And so then... What happened was this little voice, I call, it, I call it the universal slap. It's the little voice that is whispering to you that you continue to ignore. That, and that, and that, that whisper, if you ignore it, then will show up as anxiety. That whisper, if you continue to ignore it, will show up in depression. That whisper, if you continue to ignore it, will show up in um, sadness. And what that whisper is, is the voice of soul the voice of spirit, right? We've got personality, we've got soul, and then we've got spirit. And so when we start to feel and we start to come in tune with ourselves, that is our compass. That's intuition. And so there's a big difference for an entrepreneur who's running their business based upon ego, right? Versus operating leadership, uh, sorry, being a leader, operating their business through this place of calm confidence and your intuition. So in, emotional intelligence is essentially, it's just getting in tune with yourself. Like It's like Tesla, plugging yourself in. It's plugging yourself in and creating what's called coherence between the mind and the heart. You see, the mind is, it, it's been spoken about as the most important part of us, but actually the heart is more intelligent. The heart has 40,000 neurons. The heart is senses, it feels. And if you don't have this, coherence running between your your mind and your heart you have this fuzziness and that fuzziness is like you're trying to dial into a radio station but it's like fuzzy mm -hmm. that's being disconnected from yourself then when you tune in that's when you become emotionally energetically intelligent that's when for example the the the, the signal on the action to take in your business it comes fast, it comes sharp, and you don't question it. You see, one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs is that they question everything, right? And it's like lack of focus, lack of self-management. But when you're in tune with yourself fully, you're operating from intuition and high levels of emotional intelligence, because here's the interesting thing. When you develop just one area of emotional intelligence, that completely impacts your business. It impacts your self-worth, it impacts what you're able to do, your levels of courage, right? 
every single piece of emotional intelligence you develop, right? Develops also your ability to generate more money because here's the thing, when it comes to money blocks and money challenges and wanting to quote unquote get to the next level, it's not what we add to it's but it's what we strip away. And so the more that we let go and the more that we let go of resistance, the more the balloon can rise because a balloon can't rise if it's got weights holding it down. So I love emotional intelligence because it makes me a better person. It helps my business be more in aligned. And and here's the thing, right? Personal development's a bit of a double-edged sword sometimes because it's like you grow, but also it creates chaos. Because as you evolve and as you grow personally and you become a better person, what happens is other things start to feel heavy. And detaching from those things takes courage because we, like, we don't like change yeah. by nature, right? So I let go of a business that was making me multiple six figures a month, mm. right? Because it wasn't in alignment with who, I, who I'd grow, grown into. Yeah, and it, it hurts to it hurts to let go of that sometimes when you're, when you're going through big change because you, your identity is so connected to that way of being, you know, like you're so used to getting, yeah, you're, you're just so used to that and doing that and you get rewarded for being that way. And, and like you're talking about the lifestyle you're living. I was living, I can relate, you know, I was in the bars for years working and doing these things and, it's we become that for a while and when you want to change it doesn't feel good sometimes like like you go to something like tony robbins for instance you know i went and that massively shifted my life and there's a lot of areas that hurt as well because i had to like that change itself although you feel like you're you're moving and you're moving more into your truth and alignment you still have to shed that that past a little bit that past self like that identity doesn't die completely you know, it's like, it'll still come back. It's still, I don't know about you, what do you, if it's still like, you know, the drinking and that lifestyle kind of like sometimes can sneak back in. And if you, if, if not, that's amazing. But for me, it does. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a dance always trying to figure out, you know, why is that like, you know, and, and this comes down to like the trauma, you know, the self-sabotage. It's like, what is the reason for this? Why do I want to, even when I know these things are out of alignment with who I want to be, why mm-hmm. the fuck do I feel the need to sabotage myself? And it probably gets into the trauma hasn't been fully dealt with, right? That's right. And Alex, I can explain to you how, how that works. Now, before I move into that, I think it's important that I, that I should share that, you know, so I, I, you know, built this company, I made, you know, the millions and I always wanted the Ferrari and the big mansion. So I got all of it, right? I got, I got those things and I was living in uh, Carmel Valley and um, I got to the point where I was like, I reached the height of my ego. I got everything that I thought that I wanted, but I was then asking this question, which is where am I leading people to? So, and this plays into what you were just talking about, which is the, the, um, you know, still having those things that you're self-sabotaging. So I had my last drink in 2017 and I haven't, it's not part of me. I don't get any, any urges at all. And so my, by the way, my sequence was drink, smoke, drugs, gamble. That was my sequence, right? That was a pattern. Yeah. And, and so I was in, you know, the big house of the Ferrari and, um, 
and I was asking this question, where am I leading people to? And what changed, you know, I invested over $250,000 in personal development. I've done, I've done it most like stuff, you know, invested a lot. And the biggest thing that really impacted me was me starting to speak up about my shame, the things that I didn't want to talk about. I wrote a book called The Black Ball, which was this moment where I had this black ball in my hand and I let go of, of the, the thing which I was really ashamed of or embarrassed about that I'd done when I was young. And when you have something heavy that you don't want to admit because you're putting yourself in a box and you think you're, you're the only person that's gone through it, that pulls us down. And I talk about these different levels of performance and the problem with the, the big problem with high performance in, in entrepreneurship is this very, to me, it's a very dangerous phrase because why is it that you have people who have got a lot of money? They seem successful, they're high performers, but then they commit suicide. So is that, is that like the epitome of success is high performer? No, it's not. No. So, 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 What's, what's important, important is, is that we're, we're taking action, we're performing, but we're also fulfilled and we're also happy. And if you, if you have shame, if you have things that you don't want to talk about, if you have little, the elephant in the room, if you have the, the thing that you're going to take to your grave that you don't want to speak up about, right? What happens is we've got our truest self here, right? In the middle of a dartboard for those, for those listening. And then we have our ego and we have the false self that we've created. The fastest way to come back to who you truly are and live a life true to yourself, right? Is to admit who you really are. Depressed is the need for deep rest from the character that we're playing. And the truth is, is that so many entrepreneurs, CEOs are playing a character. What is out there and what is being shown is not actually what's happening behind the scenes. And so people think that they're being authentic, but they're not being authentic at all. They convince themselves that they're authentic. And it's very cool to be authentic in marketing. Yeah. Right? But when you actually admit the, the real shit that you've done and been through and you own that, that creates what's called authentic power. Yeah. That's where you lead a completely different level. That's where you self-accept. That's where you come home to yourself because we, in personal development, we, we hear about this phrase, which is like peeling back the layers. Well, you can do that really, really quickly if you're willing to just bring to the surface everything from, your, from you know, what you're aware of that you need to deal with and from the things that you're unaware of because you go and find people that will call you out in a loving way to help you see the things that you can't see. Mm. So the process of an entrepreneur in, in, in his or her evolution is really about self-awareness. It's about, yes, it's about letting go, but also it's, it's about truth, right? Being in your absolute truth and being willing to like, be vulnerable and share what's really going on, not what is nice to kind of paint as a picture. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are full of shit out there. And I know the more that I do the work, the more that I, that's why for me, this show and doing this has helped me so much because it's been able, I've been able to kind of share what I've gone through and share who I am. And that's helped me heal a lot. And 
I feel like pretending to be somebody else, you're attracting the wrong people. You'll never attract your tribe. It's never going to feel right. And there's a lot of people out there who are full of fucking shit and I can see it. And it's, it's their journey to figure out, but it's, you wonder, you go, whoa, like, what are you trying to be? Like, why can't you be who you are? You know, like why? And it's social media too. It's like, we got to be like this person. And although it's great to be able to learn, but it's like, we're not them. We're a different, a whole different life, whole different lens. Right. And it's no matter what you'll do, you'll never be, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. You'll never be Tom Billio. You'll never be Joe Rogan. You know, like you'll be you and Mm -hmm. you'll be, you'll be you. So that's the hardest thing I think for people. It's like, they, they think that every other person has it figured out, but those people are going through their own shit too. And yeah, they I, just don't, they just don't want to talk about it. honestly. No. And the people that I look up to, like I, they're the, you know, Aubrey Marcus is somebody that, you know, I'm part of his mastermind and he is somebody that I've looked up to a lot. And it's because it's his, he lives in his truth. He expresses mm-hmm. this stuff. And I respect that. Like that word vulnerability gets thrown out a lot, but it's still, it's, 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 man like admitting who you are and the shit that you've done and the mistakes you've made it's like just like you said earlier hey like i thought this before but i'm different now i'm thinking different like that is your truth that is being honest and that is 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 where you're really going to attract the people that are meant to be in your life the people that are aligned the reason why people don't want to admit the truth is because they're afraid of loss yeah. If if they if they think about it in an so intimate true. relationship. Think yeah. about it in an intimate relationship. If you're in an intimate relationship and you're going through something and you're taking an action that's not in alignment and you don't want to own that, it's very it's very masculine to own it and say yeah. this is what I'm dealing with and this is what I'm working on. That is attractive. But the reasons why people don't want to admit an action that te- they're taking, maybe it's an addiction, maybe it's something else is that they fear loss they fear rejection and they don't want to feel that feeling they don't want the pain so they would rather hide and live a persona now it's interesting in the business world because this is what we do we present an image of who we want people to see us as then we attract we attract a client to that image and then get pissed off with the client because they're not an ideal client but the reason is because you attracted someone based on your persona, not who you really are. If you showed up as who you really are, you would attract ideal clients because they would fully connect with your truth. Yeah. yeah. Now, the big reason for um, the suppression of who, who you really are, and I'll, I'll share a story because this blows a lot of people's minds, which is when I was, um, when I was about uh, six years old, I was at school. I was in the school classroom and I want to use the traffic light system here. Imagine green as positive and red as negative. And then you've yeah. got Amber in the middle, which is kind of like alert. Okay. Yeah. So I'm at school, I'm six years old and then I'm green with the other kids. Goofy, Simon, playful, having fun, smiling. Okay. Then there's a teacher called Mr. Smith and that teacher is very angry. Now, at the time, I didn't know what he had going on. Obviously, I'm like six years old. Anyway, this teacher in front of, because I'm playful, because I'm having fun, because he sees in me what he wants to be, but that he isn't, he shames me. He says, wipe that smile off your face, Lovell. And he sent me into a room 
off of the, the room that we were playing in to watch the wallpaper fall off the wall. Now, imagine if you're six years old, you're in a key developmental age, the stories that you will start to create when you're sat in that room. I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Why am I not accepted? I'm bad kid. So what happened when, when the energy was green in that room and he shamed me, he interrupted my energetic system and then the energy shifted and I went into what's called hyperarousal, right? Which is this fight or flight, this panic. Now that could happen with a car crash. It could happen with bullying. It could happen with anything where you're going about your day and then suddenly, bang, someone interrupts that energy. And the problem is not what happened. It's not that Mr. Smith did that. It's not that the bully said the thing. It's not that the car crash happened. It's that the problem is we don't complete the cycle. Our body doesn't come back to a normal resting. Now, in the animal kingdom, what happens is you see dogs and they shake off a lot. What they're doing is they're shaking off the energy, right? So they get attacked and then they shake it off and then they reset themselves. They go back and they're, they're normal. But as, as, as humans, we don't know how to reset ourselves. So, for example, if I'm working with a guy who's got 30 years of anger, and this is a true story, and he doesn't know why he's got anger for 30 years, what I need to do is I need to go back into the, I need to find out what the event was. I need to find out the timeline of his life. And then I need to basically go into the energy and have him complete the cycle that was not complete. Boom. 30 years of anger gone. Now, it doesn't mean, that doesn't mean he's not going to get angry again. But his anger, his anger based upon the buildup of emotion, because when you have anger, you've got all of this buildup of emotion that's not released. From that event, it's disintegrated. It's gone. So for the people that are not showing up authentically, or for if you find that you're stuck at a financial number, or you are not moving forward, you're not creating momentum that you want, a lot of the time, this is, and this is the way that I get to it with the people that I work with, which is I need to find out when they were frozen. I need to find out when their body stopped feeling safe. A great question to ask yourself is when was the last time you felt safe? Because when it comes to healing, you can't create healing without safety. So when you're talking about the people that are frustrating, right? And the people that are inauthentic and the people that are lying and the people that, that do these things, right? The bottom line is they're probably unaware of, they're either unaware of trauma or they're aware of it, but don't want to face it and deal with it because it's too scary to them. They would rather be safe. It's easier to numb. It's easier to drink. Because when you drink or when you, when you do anything that's an act that's not kind to yourself, you're basically pushing yourself away from yourself. You're creating this, you're creating this split, right? And it's, again, the opposite of addiction is connection. So it's all in the nervous system. It's all in the subconscious. And when you understand the quantum field and you understand how time works, you can actually get into these events and actually discharge the energy and then suddenly you become free, right? So this happens a lot, especially with entrepreneurs. You would not know the amount of entrepreneurs that are A, unaware of what's, what's been holding them back, but also have been bullied. 
parents disconnected from parents want to prove someone wrong. Now, the problem with drive and motivation is if the underlying drive is negative, like you're trying to prove someone wrong, that's unhealthy because it's still like if I ran my business just to prove the bullies wrong, that's a really unhealthy way to live. Yeah. Now, if I'm if I use my drive through wanting to give back to a charity or wanting to you know just use a positive motivator because I've healed that, that's a very different drive. And the diff- the two types of entrepreneurs that we have are the impatient, compulsive, erratic behavior, which is actually the same as a as a male elephant, and then you've got the calm, confident energy, which is the flow, the intuition, the ease, the not needing to compete and rush and beat everybody right? That's a completely different energetic system to operate your business from. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's flow. It's like, it's like going down the river. I was recently in Utah and we did tubing. It's like being in a tube going down a river and that's flow. That's intuition. That's things working for you. That's your business increasing and you're fulfilled versus me jumping out of the tube and fighting against the stream. Mm. That is ego. That going against the stream is in power versus force. That would be the force, right? Mm. It's, there's a big difference between power and force, right? And a lot of the truth is if people admit it and they're listening to this and just actually admit the truth, the truth is for a lot of entrepreneurs who have not shifted through the energetic system they already have is that they are operating the business from this forced energy which is through the need to compete and win because that's what the ego, the ego wants to be at the top. Yeah. And it's a fear based because they don't want to run out of money and essentially lose their safety and die. Right. So the the drive, the drive of the business is unhealthy. You're right. It's, it's, it's based upon a lower frequency energy, which is fear. Yeah, dude, that's so powerful. <laughs> so, so, one, so the truth, so the bottom line is when you heal yourself, but here's the thing, most people don't want to admit the things that they need to deal with, right? How does one listening identify which one they are and what are some practices that they can tap into their truth, into their, their soul versus mm-hmm. their ego? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So number one, your body's always telling you. So write down the actions that you're taking. Are you smoking? Are you drinking a lot? Is it a habit for you? An addiction is something that you can't stop, that you're not in control. Are you, for example, I wouldn't say that drinking, there's, drinking alcohol is a bad thing, but there's a difference between whether it's in, it's in control of you or whether you can see that bottle and say no. Yeah. Whether you're at a social event and it's the celebration or whether you just carry on going and then suddenly you're at the club. Yeah. Right. So, so there's getting honest about how your life is. How do you feel most of the time? Do I get stressed sometimes? Yes. Do I have anxiety sometimes? Rare, but anxiety is very different from stress. But um, do it, does it happen occasionally? Sometimes. Right. Um, I'm not ever not going to feel these feelings and emotions and have these things happen to me, but it's to the degree. I really want, I really want to settle people listening because if you think that you're going to reach the top of a mountain and suddenly your life is going to be perfect and you're not going to feel or experience anything, 
that's an illusion, right? So first of all, relax into that, but then also get honest with the, the degree of which you experience something. So if you're stressed or anxious, like anxiety needs to be dealt with, that's most likely linked to a trauma past event, right? So yeah. anxiety, anxiety is when your, your mind jumps into the future and brings it into the present moment. I suffer from that a lot for the years. Worry, fear is going mm. into the past and bringing the past into the present moment. So mm. if you have that anxiety, right? If you have that a lot that's happening, we need to dissolve some of the energy, mm. right? So, so write down a list of everything, everything that you're doing because of the anxiety, right? Write those things down and then get honest about the, the things that you're aware of, Right. And you can start this by creating a timeline of your life. And the thing is, is that entrepreneurs think so much about business that they don't think about themselves. But if you actually sit down and spend time and you sit down and you're like, these are the events that have happened in my life, the positive ones and negative ones. All of my clients in my programs and when I work with them, they have to do a timeline, a timeline of their life from the, the, as far back as they can remember to the age that they are, are now. And the truth is that your conscious mind won't be able to access all of the memory because actually some of the stuff that's holding you back, yourself wants to shove down. It's like having debt, right? It's always there, but you'll shove it to the back. You'll shove it to the back. You shove it to the back. Mm-hmm. So, so most likely, if you're not aware of the thing that is holding you back or causing you the, the soothing or causing you the anxiety, then it's something that you're not aware of. Now, your, con- your, your subconscious mind knows what that is, but you've also got to access that. So actually, a good thing to do to get a full timeline is to meditate mm. on, on what, what are the events in my life because your body is so intelligent. And so my goal with my clients is to get them intelligent enough. Like I, I have my clients healing themselves within six-week period because I get them to get in tune with their body and move energy around them right? And then suddenly they're crying. Suddenly they're releasing things. And so that's part of the, the so we have emotional intelligence. And the, but then the, in my opinion, the next stage of that through, through our own evolution is energetic intelligence. Understanding the energy and how it's moving in your body and how that plays into you healing yourself, you taking action, you using windows of opportunity to create momentum in your business. When you reach that level of awareness within your emotional and energetic system, it becomes a superpower. Because now what not, you're, not, you're not living based upon your ego pulling you left, right, and center like you're a freaking puppet. And the truth is, the reality is, even though it's difficult to hear, is that most entrepreneurs are living like if it's a puppet to their ego. Yeah, so true. Yeah, it's... Meditation is such a powerful practice. Like I've talked about it so much, man. It's, and it's been, it's been the single handedly the, the thing that has completely changed my life in so many ways. And I would love if you could maybe walk us through an example of meditation that you recommend that maybe somebody could try today. Cause I've talked about it and I know there's a lot of different ways but I would love like your unique way that maybe somebody after this can take it and, and put it into practice. So I don't want to give a specific way because I think what I'm going to share is going to be more powerful than that. Okay. 
So there, you're right. There are a multitude of different types of meditation. But, and so let's, let's, let's go through my meditation journey, and I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this. You're stressed out. You're having an anxiety attack. You go and start to search YouTube videos, and then you start to learn about personal development. You probably find a Tony Robbins video, mm. <laughs> yeah. right? Then. <laughs> That's how it all started. <laughs> you're right, exactly. So then the next stage is that you're like, oh my God, I just realized that I can actually change the way I think and change my life. And then you actually make a change from something that you learn and then suddenly you're brought into personal development. You are now in the, whatever you want to call it, the vortex. That's a perfect description. <laughs> you are now, you're now in the personal development vortex. Then something negative happens to you and you're like, huh, I need to... I need to learn some more stuff. So you continue to learn and then you hear about this thing called meditation and then your body goes, this is freaking really weird. What do I have to sit under a tree? And then I have to like close my eyes and look really weird and your ego is doing the, all of this for you. And, and then you discover apps like calm.com or Headspace. <laughs> right? You're walking me through the journey, bro. Yeah, I know. Cause it's the same. It's the same for probably 90%, 95% of people. Okay. So then you find these apps. And then you start meditating and you're like, oh, this kind of feels good. And then you kind of stick around the five to 10 minute mark. And this is the danger. You're right. This is the date. Well, it's, it's a great place to be, right? Congratulations on moving. But you basically just hit the baby stages of meditation. Because what is most important when it comes to meditation is depth and consistency. Mm, yes. Depth and consistency. Because when the ego and the mind is still pretty active within 30 minutes, and so most people don't even get to access higher levels of consciousness, emotional intelligence, and healing because they haven't given it enough time. They've not yes. gone for long enough and been consistent enough. And also in different types of meditation, for example, in my programs, and I get people up to their first hour, and that's one part of it, like sometimes they'll be guided, sometimes they will be silent on their own, because I want to show variety of what you can do in your meditation. Sometimes it's about accessing your gift in your business so you can create more impact, and another time it's about releasing shame. So we have to understand the power of meditation, which is like sometimes, like I can probably assure you that if you get to your first hour, it would be a 50-minute mark that you get the business idea that generates you a million dollars. Because all of my best ideas and the clarity that I have, in fact, I did a meditation this morning when I was a little bit confused on what I should do, it comes. It comes to you like a freaking slipstream, right? So what is, it's not necessarily the technique, but we need to be able to go into submersion. We need to be able to go into a, a, a deep state where then we are conscious and intentional or intentionable about what we want from the meditation. Because maybe your meditation on that day is about, do you know, do, do I want to stay in this relationship or not? Maybe your meditation is, do I need to like fire somebody or let somebody go? Maybe another meditation is, do I, do I, you know, what do I, what do I want to do today? So that's fun for me. But if you're, but what I notice is there's a, in, in my programs, there's a turning point at 40 minutes. Yes. Now, 
when you've uh, when you've done vipassana which is 10 hours of meditation for 10 hours a day then you reach a whole new level of um discipline and the reason why people come to me is because they're not consistent they're not disciplined and they want to perform at their very best and also they want a good family life because uh, the truth is is that when you are business focused and you want to create an empire and you want to create impact and serve more people if you're not careful you're going to neglect presence outside of your business which is the connection which with the people that are close to you that actually you start to push away and then what happens is a problem because what you, your soul truly wants is now actually what you're saying goodbye to and so it's a it's a bit of a mind fuck for entrepreneurs because the truth is we all actually want connection mm-hmm. we don't want to we don't want to be lonely we want to be around the people that understand us yeah but but and this is going to be a tough pill to swallow for some people your business could be your addiction that's literally killing you slowly that's the truth yeah and you don't and you don't even realize it yeah powerful i um dude i there's so many things that i can relate to when you're talking about the meditation journey and i've talked about this exactly and you know the most important thing is yes consistency but it's being able to tap into that once i do 30 minutes and it's like as soon as that i can feel when i've tapped into that like ooh, like you can like i can feel i can see like it's like i can't it's like light i feel like i'm in again a vortex and then it's like boom it's over and i'm like oh shit i was just getting started and that and that's the turning point for a lot of people where they go where they go from i don't want to do this to i don't want this to stop yeah and and after 30 minutes is where the, the magic starts and i've said that and i've only rarely got to 60 minutes a couple times like after i did a, like a kundalini yoga retreat for a week so i was really high vibe i was really dialed in and 60 minutes it was like I was, I had this joy, this bliss that I was just like, nothing could get me down. Like it was, it's such a magical place to be in, but it does take dedication. And if you can get through that first five, 10 minutes, you can just hold on and just remember to, you know, that's where the magic happens. And you're right. So many people don't even get to where the magic happens and so we need to talk about what they're missing because of that right because we need to start to link the problem the big challenge with a lot of entrepreneurs is they don't link this to the importance of their business so when you actually get to that place you are now creating patience that patience impacts the people around you it will keep employees with you for longer right it will impact the level of presence that you have with your partner who's now going when if you if you're with somebody and they feel disconnected from you because you're not present what happens is that partner starts to drift away but actually you need the energy especially for for guys the feminine energy to be your fuel right yeah. so if you if you don't develop presence in a relationship you will cut off your biggest fuel right um the other thing which is when it comes to money blocks and manifesting money right meditation helps with letting go of resistance 
So a lot of my clients, they jump through these income jumps, right? Because they're letting go. They're now starting to connect and they're starting to trust themselves, right? It's so interesting that entrepreneurs, what we do is we commit discipline and we are go, go, go when it comes to the business, but not with ourselves. Yet, when you connect with yourselves and you give yourself discipline and self-care, that actually then actually helps the business. Mm. Yeah. Makes you a metal. If, if, you, if, you, if you put your business first and not you, you got it the wrong way around. Yeah. The hustle, hustle, hustle mentality. It's like if you actually do the things, you know, the yogas, the meditations, it's only going to make you a more well-rounded human so that you're going to be better at the hustle when it's time to hustle. You're going to be better at your craft. Like it's the more well-rounded human. You'll be better. But the ego yeah. hates it. Yeah. <laughs> the ego yeah. once the ego could not hate meditation anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Man, I, yeah, I totally, I can be like, I'm relating to this so much and I know people are going to get so much out of this, man, because this is, there's so much truth to this. And, you know, if you want to be successful in life and business and depends what success is, I mean, there's so many areas of being successful. Like you got to make sure to put in that time into yourself and connecting. And, um, yeah, dude, this was, this was powerful. Where, where can we find you? Where can people find where to work with you and best place to check you out? Every Monday on my podcast, Unshakable Leaders, I give a free 10 minute or so meditation. And then there's a couple of episodes per week. And that's all about emotional intelligence, healing, and just keeping people on the right path. Uh, and then you can head to simonlovell.com. You can get a free copy of the book, uh, Black Ball, simonlovell.com, Black Ball, uh, slash Black Ball. And my program, Super High Performance, which is for CEOs, entrepreneurs that want to perform at their best. Super High Performance, not high performance. We will talked about that. Um, is a six-week program, and they can find out more details over on the site. Awesome, man, dude! Thank you so much for coming on. This was this was epic. You got a lot of awesome value, bro. And if there's so, always end with this question: Out of all your adversity that you've been through—getting bullied, drug addiction, alcohol, gambling—all the stuff in your businesses and being alignment of your truth—what is one? What is the most important lesson that adversity has taught you? There's always another level to go deeper, to be able to challenge the next level of adversity. You see, as we ascend, right, in order to get to be able to deal with that next level of adversity, we need to go deeper within ourselves. What got us here is not what's going to get us there. Always continue to go deeper. Boom, love it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody. If you guys haven't already, hit that subscribe button on Apple. Leave us a review. It's so appreciated. And if you like the visual aspect of things like I do, go to YouTube and hit that subscribe button as well. I know I ask a lot, but I want to build this community, guys. And the more subscribers, the more the, the more people that are getting on board, the faster things grow. And I want to provide this these tools, tricks, tips, resources from these amazing humans and provide them to you, extract them so that you are able to face the adversity, overcome the adversity, the challenges, the struggles, so you can go on to do amazing things in your life. Because we're all in this together. We're all a team. And if you're listening to this, 
I just want to thank you. I couldn't have done it without you. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.